All right, well, cool. we're going to start. We are here at SHOT Show with Pete Mueller from NWTF as well as Cody uh, from West Texas Outfitters. You're going to hear noise in the background, but that's just because we are at SHOT Show itself. We have this thing going on, This kind of this whole entire show, is what's new at SHOT Show. So we're sitting down with Pete, just kind of what's new with NWTF for the 50th and what is like upcoming, what are you excited to share that's going to be, you know, this next year? Man, my goodness, there there are a lot of things to be excited about with the NWTF. Uh, honestly, for starters, you know we're here at Shot Show. Uh, this is the beginning of 2023, and we are kicking off our 50th anniversary celebration. You know, it, it's a it's a monumental achievement to reach 50 years um, for for anything, and to be doing it for wildlife conservation is truly a joy, and it wouldn't be possible. If it wasn't for all the members, volunteers, the partners, and, and that's why we're celebrating it here today is, you know, this, this is SHOT Show. This is the shooting outdoor or shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show. So a lot of people from the partnering world uh, that have helped us along the way and been a part of all the great things that we've done, they're here and we wanted to share it with them. And next month in, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, we will be sharing it with the dedicated NWTF faithful, that flock. Um, those those true boots on the ground really making things happen across the country. So, and if you're listening right now, that is uh, President's Day weekend, correct? For the it's the 15th to the 19th for general convention celebrations. The sports show is open from the 16th to the 18th. We're looking at having close to 500 vendors. I, I just know that uh, that it that it's going to be one heck of a party, and and I really hope everybody shows up to celebrate 50 years, but also to set our eyes on the next 50 years. Could you imagine a hundred years of of turkey conservation and land management? And yeah. I mean, awesome. I mean, Cody's here. Cody hunted turkey the first time. Yeah, last year. Last was our year, first time, my first time. It, man, I'll tell you what. Like, it's quickly become my favorite hunt, chasing turkeys. I mean, we hunt unconventionally whitetail at our place, but but turkey hunting is totally different, and it's man, it's up there watching the birds work and everything i it's something i've really enjoyed and look forward to doing a whole lot more you know i, I think the reason that turkey hunting becomes a favorite for so many people is y- you do have the interaction with the bird itself but it, but it's also just a a sport that can be shared with your friends your family it's the camaraderie that comes from it there there's not a lot of types of hunting to where everybody can like pick a tree and sit down at the base of a tree and obviously it's tougher to do in texas everything right. stickier but um but to where you can sit down and everybody even if they're not the one pulling the trigger on that bird they get to watch that bird come in and strut they get to sit there and help with the calling and and so when a bird does flop and everybody gets up it, there's just an overall sense of accomplishment for the group sharing you know and and again that's not something you get you know, you, you get up in a tree stand and you're the only one there and you might share that story later, but nobody else was there for it to share in it when it actually happened. And I Absolutely. think that's a cool thing about turkeys. Absolutely. No, and, and for me personally, I think it's awesome too because I've hunted with you, I've hunted with Cody, I've hunted with a lot of guys turkey hunting, and it's, it's awesome to see the excitement that people get every single time they shoot a bird, no matter where they are. I mean, I remember when you, were, you and I were hunting and we were doing it in Missouri, Mm-hmm. You know, and you had to crawl through the creek bed and make this long <laughs> shot. And then you ended up getting spurred in the leg because this thing wasn't dead yet, flopping around. I still have a scar. And you freaking tore off all the f- tail feathers because you're trying to stomp <laughs> on the feathers to stop it flopping. And 
And I think there's just this huge thing that goes about it. And I know there's also uh, NWTF's doing a special right now. Why don't you talk about that for membership that's going on? So you did, you did mention uh, the membership special that we have going on, and I'll, I'll quick touch on that in a second, but it's all part of the overall 50th anniversary goals that we have, and there's, there's six of them. I'm probably not going to remember them all as I try to rattle them off in order. Um, you know, but, but we did just come out of 10 years of Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative at the end of that, you know, where we were trying to conserve or enhance 4 million acres, of, you know, recruit 1.5 million hunters and open access to 400,000 acres. In the end, we ended up conserving or enhancing 5.2 million acres over 10 years, recruiting one, more than 1.5 million hunters, and then also opening hunting access to 700,000 acres. So we, we achieved all those goals and we're celebrating those, but for this 50th anniversary, we've set our sights, set our sights high and so for this year, we're trying to positively impact 1 million acres of habitat. That would be more than we've ever done before. And again, when you think that over 10 years, we only did 5.2 million, and we're trying to essentially do double what the average would have been for a 10-year period, that's, that's pretty impressive. We're also trying to uh, raise $500,000 for wild turkey research. And again, that's, there's pockets of the country that are experiencing decline. There's some areas that are doing well, but... But we are the Turkey Federation, and we we just put 600 or sorry, we just put 360 thousand towards wild turkey research last year. We want to put half a million towards wild turkey research this year, and still fund some of the projects from last year. Um, but that's something that's important to us to make sure that these this bird is, lives on for generations to come, and that you know our kids all get to continue to hunt turkeys. Um, so again, those those are the first two. We're also then trying to raise five million dollars towards a fifty million dollar endowment. That's to make sure that should something that like COVID ever happen again, that we're well suited to be able to withstand that. We we took a big hit up front. Our our membership base helped us through. We came out stronger on the back end because we diversified our ways of of raising funds. But we we still have to have a good solid foundation should anything happen again because we obviously found out one time that that things can come to a halt pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, We want to invest in our IT systems and our people, um, and that's not just staff, but that's also the people that, you know, those volunteers, those members in the field, people hosting the events, carrying out conservation work. We want to make it easier for them to do the work that they do, and part of that is becoming a more forward-thinking, a more modern organization when it comes to our IT systems. So that's going to take about a $5 million investment because – we're still operating off of databases that make it harder for us to understand our members and, and what it is that they their, their wants and needs are and, and the things that, 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 that they need to be able to accomplish. So we need to make that easier. Um, we want to also end up making sure that we put uh, about $1 million towards education and outreach. And again, this is so much um, about making sure that there's people that continue on this hunting heritage, but also that the public that doesn't want to hunt still understands the benefits of hunting. Mm-hmm. Because that's just as important as the overall percentage of the population shrinks of the people that hunt. You know, more, more and more, you know, the population continues to grow and grow. But that, that percentage of the people that, that pursue these, you know, uh, you know, these things like hunting, um, we got to make sure that they have that voice and people that are going to advocate for them when it comes to the ballot box. So the education and outreach programs to, to the benefits of hunting, uh, I think that that's an important thing as well. And then finally, you know, a lot of these things will be that much easier to do if we increase our membership base to 250,000. And that's where that membership piece that you, you talked about came in. Um, you know, right now we sit at about 180,000 adult members. 
if we can increase that to 250,000, the amount of money that we're then able to leverage those membership dues to continue to, to carry out that 1 million acres of positively impacted uh, wildlife habitat, to, to be able to invest in our people, IT systems, to be able to, to put towards education and outreach, it gets that much easier. And when you think about it, it's like only maybe one in 10 people who turkey hunt are members of the NWTF. And there's a lot of reasons that I've heard as to why people say that, that they're not a part of it anymore. And it was, you know, part of that is that there was a lot of success. Birds hit almost 7 million. They've, they've fallen back, you know, 10 to 14% over the past decade. Um, so I think now people are starting to get a little bit more concerned. But for a while there, people were like, you know, what's, what's Turkey Fed doing right now? And, you know, there's birds in my backyard, so I don't know if we're needed anymore. So it's, it's making sure that they understand how we're able to leverage their membership dollars to to continue to achieve all those great things. Well, I think so. what a so lot of the, people, real quick, a lot of people on what you're talking about, I remember when I first started hanging out and talking with you, the whole thing was like, well, my chapter sucks. And so why am I giving the NWTF if my chapter sucks? I didn't realize that it was a broader spectrum. I thought like your fees went towards that chapter, that area, that bird. And to really understand and learn what they're doing as a whole, it was... I threw my money at it once I understood sure. it. All. And I think that might be a, one of those areas, too, that people, are, if you're listening, like, oh, well, this sucked, or we don't have birds in our area, they don't want to give us any birds, or it's it's the spectrum of looking at the birds in, in 49 states because they're not in Alaska, but what can we do to maintain that ha- healthy habitat in sure. all those states? And, and so so you're, you're, you're partially right. So when you go to a local event, some of that some of that money does come back to the local level, but it also gets pulled at a state level and then national level because then it allows us to to pool those dollars together and be able to leverage that with the state agencies industry partners that we have at sometimes a rate of more than 10 to 1 to be able to accomplish great things so um but but things still are happening at the state level that you know maybe those birds don't need to be helped in this smaller area but for the greater good there's there's work that needs to be done overall in other parts of the state and that's where you know, again, this is a this is a membership-based volunteer organization that is led by volunteers at the state level, and we even have a national board of volunteers. Um, but but again, to reach that 250,000 members and to make things that much easier, we are running a membership promo. It's called uh, 50 for the 50th. Um, the normal rate to become a member of the NWTF, $35, which is still minuscule in the whole scheme of things. For this year only, we're running a special that allows somebody like you, Jeremiah, that you you're already a member and maybe it's time to renew for $50. You can renew yourself and you can also sign up somebody else brand new. Or if your membership's not going to lapse for a while, you say, you know what? Heck, $50 is enough to have me sign up two additional people and, and bring in people that we know that are turkey hunters, help share that education. And, And this is something that happens at a grassroots level is we have to be willing to share our own personal interactions and the, the things that we've learned about the organization along the way with with other folks um and, and i think that that's how that's how organizations like ourselves and a lot of volunteer uh volunteer-led organizations end up really working is because i can keep helping from headquarters spread the messages of everything that we're doing but a lot of times that additional help of turning somebody to you know helping to overcome something that they might have it's it's talking to them on that more personal that friendship level they're more willing to become a member and learn about the organization if if you know you or Cody end up saying, you know, hey, I became a member. Here's what I learned. I'm also signing you up. You have a year on me. 
learn some more about the group, and then uh, let's help make sure that we're doing doing a greater good of helping turkeys in the long run. Yeah, and I think also with that membership, you get the Turkey Call magazine, and so I can't tell you it's if you've never seen one, they're absolutely gorgeous, and they're getting. I think they're getting better and better with every single one that comes out. But I mean, I think for my dad, when I signed my dad up for his, he was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And now it's like he looks forward to those like quarterly magazines that are coming. Just sit there and read the stories and see the pictures. And it's fun for me to see him get excited about wanting to go turkey hunting from a magazine. Where, yeah. you know, where he doesn't, he doesn't want to go to a chapter meeting. He doesn't want to do all this other stuff. He wants to go sit in, there in the woods with me once or twice a year. But for him to sit there and see a magazine that he's sitting there reading and seeing the pictures and I think it gets him more fired up and pumped up to go in the woods than me telling stories, you know? Absolutely. So there has been an evolution in our magazine. Uh, we changed changed it. I want to say it was, goodness gracious, it was probably July, July, August of, or May, June of 2021. And we reverted back to Turkey Call title uh, as the masthead, which was um, kind of a, kind of a throwback to, to let the, that, that diehard turkey audience know that, you know, hey, we, we've had some evolution over the past two years, three years, um, but what's not changing is our dedication to turkey hunters. Now, there is an increased, um, there is an increased amount of conservation-related content that's in the book, but honestly, I think that that's very important. You know, it still has your good turkey, turkey hunting information, but if we don't let our volunteers know how we're using their dollars, then what happens is they end up going, you know, hey, I can go get my turkey information off of YouTube or wherever else. So I think it's vital that we that we help share how we're being good stewards of their money um, while still continuing to deliver that stuff that's gonna help them out, you know, give them those tips and tactics that they really need to make their, their spring more enjoyable or even help some of the, share some of those stories that, that do help share that emotion, what it really means to go go sit, watch the world wake up on a spring morning and, and then hear a bird gobble and come strutting in. So oh, we were we when we took Cody and his brother out for the first time. That was the first time his little brother had ever seen a turkey. And he's almost thirty years old. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember the joy and excitement on a thirty-year-old man's face seeing a turkey sit on the a, fence when a turkey sit, when a turkey jumped and sat <laughs> on a fence was mind blowing. And then I remember we sat there. We went out at nighttime, and I just did an owl hoot in the whole freaking woods. You know, as far as you can go. Yeah, and I remember he was just like, I think I peed. Right, <laughs> and we get out in the morning. And he shot a. Mo- I mean, the bird was as big as he is. He's a, he's a yeah, little dude he's, anyway. He's a little fella, but he shot a he shot a stud. And it was funny too. He wasn't sure what it was. Kind well, of. We were calling it in, and then they shut up because we had a coyote bust us. And so I took Cody around the corner because we heard some other birds. I was like, "Will you stay here? Because they're going to come back here because yeah. they know." <laughs> and as soon as we walk away, boom! We call him. He's like, "I think it was a, a tom." We're like, wait, wait, you what think? Do you, what do you mean you think? What do you think? <laughs> oh, He's like, it had a big fan and a beard. I'm like, okay, then, yeah, that's a, you're good. The girls don't have the beards. Well, they can, but yeah. not the big old giant <laughs> fan comes strutting into the freaking decoy yeah. spread. And he was just beside himself. And I think that, to me, is where I find the joy in it, is seeing those new hunters get out there and, I mean, he's already set it all up. He's doing work that we're getting turkey hunt for free this year. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm doing trades, so I can, you know. <laughs> and we're like, all that's, right, go for it, bud. That's awesome. Yeah, there, there, there are a few things that, that bring more joy than, than in me helping somebody get their first bird. Uh, you know, I, I could I can go pull the trigger on the turkey every spring and, you know, or hopefully pull the tur- you know, trigger on the turkey every spring. But I, I actually get more enjoyment now out of watching somebody else be able to shoot one, especially their first one. I, this past year, you know, my, my goal is to always introduce at least one person to it. This past year, I was able to help three people bag their first bird. 
and one of them was down in Texas, and actually the guy was a big-time bow hunter and wanted to wanted to kill a turkey with a bow. And uh, it was funny. We called a bird in. I think it was like five steps, and he absolutely just stoned the thing. It had it had no beard, giant fan, giant spurs, no beard. I, I hadn't seen that. I mean, it was enough to where – it, it, it was enough to, enough to it was legal. enough to where well oh yeah down there i mean as long as it's a male bird but uh but yeah it, it ended up coming in big old red head but yeah when we got up on it and it wasn't that he that he had cut it but it just it had enough to where it wasn't even visible through through the chest feathers and everything like that but it was uh he he was absolutely ecstatic and just thought it was the coolest thing watching that bird come running in throw the brakes on and strut right there in front of us uh so and then my daughter killed her first bird. Oh yeah, that's, awesome. that's what I was, gonna, I was just going to talk to you about. I got I got blessed enough to see those pictures come out. Like tell us, tell us that story because your kids, you know, your daughter's the same age as my daughter's, and like tell us that moment because you admit if you don't know, Pete and I are really good friends. So I get text messages all the time, and he's in the blind with like <laughs> seventy five kids sitting there with him, and they're all you know eating. They're all mine. They're, <laughs> they're, all, they're all eating candies, and Dad's sitting there, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean that picture I got of, of her. Like, so tell us that story. And like, yeah. how was it for you being the dad that watched her shoot her first one? You know, I, I I have still to this day not shot a bird in South Carolina, and that's okay by me. My daughter now has shot a bird, um, and uh, and it was something she had expressed interest, and so I wanted to make sure that she got a chance to try it. I'm never going to force hunting on my kids. I at least want them to know that every bit of meat that we eat in the house pretty much is wild game, but. When an opportunity came up to go on a hunt, um, I just said, hey, if, if this is something you want to do, we'll make it happen. She said, yeah, let's do it. Went out, and I made sure that she patterned a gun. We went and met the landowner, and this landowner was more than ecstatic to share share his property for a chance that somebody get the first bird. And, and we, we ended up hearing nothing first thing in the morning. The wind was cranking. We ended up then uh, going down into a bottom and trying to see what was going on down there. Finally, we ended up hearing some birds in the distance. And you could just see her eyes light up, and and it was it was cool because then it was, where do we need to go? What do we need to do? Like, like can can we go that way? I I think I hear one that way. And she's she's now helping to lead what she wants to do right. instead of me saying, hey, you come this way, and me feeling like I'm dragging her along the way. Finally, you know, we we had one situation where we set up the birds are on the other side of a creek. They came all the way to the bottom. They still had like 50 yards to come back the other side of the, you know, come back up our side of the hill before we'd get a shot at them. They ended up then working up the other way. So we, we get up and we go back down this road bed. Um, and sure enough, then I just see one that's down in a, a hardwood bottom and I just tell everybody, hit the dirt. No decoys at this point, no nothing. She's toting my little Stevens 301 410 with a red dot on top. We watch the birds work up to our right and they leave. She didn't get a chance to shoot there. She thought that, that that birds were going to be completely gone. Then finally they come back in from the left. They circled all the way around, come back in, stand behind a, a giant oak tree. She couldn't get a shot. They leave. Finally one comes back, and I just tell her, hey, your safety's off now, and if, if you're ready to shoot, pull the trigger. And I think it was like 35 steps, dropped on with 410, and immediately sat up, big smile on her face, just super excited. She was like, did I just make that happen? <laughs> And then, you know, I've helped pick the thing up, and, and she was like, no, give me my bird. I'm carrying that thing out. That's awesome. So, I mean, that, cool. she, she's 12 years old now, and, you know, whether she hunts again or not, that right there, I've never seen a smile as big on her face as it was that day. 
And it wasn't because she felt like she was making me proud. It was she was a proud of something that she had accomplished. And then bless her heart, you know, we all go back. It was a little Jake's event that was uh, down in my neck of the woods. We go back, and then, you know, she's so tenderhearted that she felt bad that she shot a turkey because nobody else came back. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. They're going to be happy for you. Like, it, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's okay to, to have success, and they now get to share in your success. Yeah, tell so, the story. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. which, she, which she got to do over and over again. But um, totally pleased to be able to be a part of that. And, again, that's those are pictures, memories that I will have for, for years and years and years. So, uh, yeah, when you get to take your daughter out, I expect some some turkey pictures to come across text messages ASAP. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I sent, like, the dove ones because mm-hmm. my daughter shot her first dove, and it was the same sort of deal. She's been going for two years. That's actually probably tougher to do than oh. to shoot a turkey, man. I mean, <laughs> these sun guns were flinging around and flying around. and I see how you're going to one-up my daughter's story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She no. did it with one shell and filled yeah. up an entire box. Yeah. She, no, yeah. <laughs> right? No, it was one of those deals, too, and all the guys, you know, she's the only little girl in the field, and there's ten dudes in the field, and they're all waiting for her to shoot this bird. And, I mean, she missed a couple. She had her safety on a couple of them, as you know, when you're dove hunting. And then this one was just perfect coming, you know, from left to right, and she just got on it. She's like, lead the I, I, I hear her talking to herself. Lead the bird. Lead the bird. Lead the bird. Shot. Thing dropped. Hits the ground. And I remember her face the same like your daughter. Just, oh, my gosh, did I do this? Did I, you know, mm-hmm. she, she got up to walk out. And I was like, no, we have a dog. You know, and he was, <laughs> he was more excited than she was. So she sent the dog, and he came back and gave it to her. And it's that moment as a father where you and I have taken out so many hunters to hunt on their first hunts. Mm-hmm. But when it's your own child pulling the trigger on something, it's completely different. Um, and watching their excitement and knowing that it's not dad's excitement. But, yeah. it's, but it's their excitement. And I think that's that's why I love turkey hunting. That's why I love bird hunting in general is because it is such a group effort. Like you were saying, we all can go sit in the woods. We can all go find a tree. Uh, or dove hunting, you're all sitting in the field. Or goose hunting, you're all sitting in a blind. Like I think that's where bird hunting in general is my favorite hunting because of it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like you said, it's the, the cool thing about it is when you, when you get to see that smile, that's them – they're, that's them being proud of their own accomplishments, and it's not because they they felt like you or I made them do that or that they had to do it to please us. It's them pursuing their own their own wants and, and desires on on what they want to do based on how we've helped raise them and not force something on them, yeah. but how how they've been introduced something into in, a way to where they get to go, yeah, I do or I don't want to do that, and and they they've chosen their own way. So cool awesome. stuff. Awesome. Well, Why don't we? you got to get going in a little bit, but tell us some things that, or ways people can find NWTF, what they can kind of expect, um, and tell us a little bit about where the convention is and how people can find all that information as well. Sure, sure. So, you know, again, you're talking about what's new for, for the year and what you're seeing here at SHOT Show. Again, we're out here just celebrating this 50th anniversary. That big 50th anniversary bash, you know, where we're going to celebrate it with everybody, uh, is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, February 15th to the 19th. For just overall convention activities, the sports show floor will be open the 16th to the 18th. Um, you know, and, and while we're going to celebrate 50 years there, this is a celebration all year long. For the entire year of 2023, we're going to celebrate that 50 years of, of mission delivery that's made possible by everybody. We'll also look into the future. Um, you can find out more about what we got going on at nwtf.org. You can tune into all of our social channels. Uh, it's official NWTF. I mean, heck, we're on all of them, I think, now. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. 
it works. Yeah, if you, you want to see Pete dancing around with turkey yeah. with the turkey outfits, the TikTok it out. Yeah, the, the strut. <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the strut. The gobble the strut. strut. Can't stop the flop when it this comes to the strut. Can't stop the flop. Um, but, but, you know, it's, I, I'd say if, if you were a turkey hunter and the bird is something that you're passionate about and you want it to be around for generations to come, you want to continue to have healthy populations of birds, become a member of the NWTF. Let us put your, your $35 to good work. You know, we're going to leverage it with partners and you know, we're, we're going to make sure that that we're doing what we can to carry out the research to find out what the problems are, that we're doing the, the on-the-ground conservation work, and we're going to be doing what we can to preserve this this way of life that we enjoy. Perfect. Well, awesome. Thanks again. And, again, if you want to find all that stuff, I'll have all, it all in the show notes. But until next time, Pete, let's, uh, let's go shoot a turkey in the face. Absolutely. What yeah. an air gun. Yeah, I, I told you. I'll teach, I'm going to get you out there. Yeah. We'll go. I'm gonna. We're actually gonna head up talk to Air Venture. So very good, man. Very good. It. Let's, it's let's legal in Texas. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Texas. Yeah, it's legal in a lot of places. We now. need to get well, legal more. We need to get legal yeah. more. Yeah. So, yep. all right, buddy. Well, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Appreciate it.